0: But you sent over this article that I thought was so intriguing. As we see witchcraft right on the rise, so has Satanism. And it's fascinating, Father, because this is something we're seeing even being incorporated to t- TV shows that are even um, directed toward Young children of toddler age. There was a show that launched last year called Owl House. And when they did kind of research behind it, the writer's room was full of witchcraft and satan- satanic symbols and writings as part of the inspiration for the writing behind this little itty bitty kids show. And so I bring this up because it's not just for kids, it's not just adults, but it's something that's really been seeped into our culture. And an exorcist is warning us against it
1: yeah that's right i was reading this interview that uh the national catholic register published with father francois marie uh who himself uh you know works extensively on on forming exorcists and you know his his concerns we'll dive into some of them or his observations but i i think you know what's really interesting to me is to is to step back and and to try and understand what's going on and to me this is the root the root issue here, Timory, that we need meaning in life. I mean, you and I as human beings, we need uh, some order and we need some understanding of what's going on in the world, and we need something to help us make it all make sense. And and the Western world, as we know, has been turning away from God more and more. Uh, just uh, you look back at centuries past, how far we've gone from, from our Christian values and holding fast to, to our, our God who loves us. And when that happens, we give up our whole point of reference when it comes to meaning. So it might sound crazy, Timory, to people that, that Satanism is on the rise, that occultism is on the rise. Um, we live in a world that's supposedly very rational and, and based on intelligent uh, understanding and discourse. To me, Timory, it totally makes sense that people are turning to occultism when you turn away from God you need something to fill in that void. And so people turn, obviously, it's not good. Obviously, it's not going to give them the answers they seek, but they, they, they try all kinds of crazy things to give meaning to their life. And that's what Father Jermaine is, is basically getting at and looking at a lot of different areas. It's true. Satanism is on the rise, even in Western society, even in these United States in which you and I live, Timory. And, um, and it's important to understand that we have to, we have to be not only aware of it, we have to be ready to combat. The growth of that movement.
0: There have been two themes over the last couple of weeks we've spoken a lot on that there is a group of young females who are coming out as transgender because they're that crowd that just doesn't fit in. Maybe they have no sense of religion. They're lacking that unconditional love that is taught through God the Father and God willing, through the family. And then there's another group. There's a group that Mary Eberstadt, she was with us yesterday here on Trending. You can catch that podcast at relevantradio.com. And she was talking about the fury of the fatherless and how all of these rioters out on the streets are rioting and they're upset because this lack of connection to god the father their earthly father in a sense of patriotism in a sense in these two groups the women who are coming out as transgender such you know such as ellen page who now identifies as elliot page and then those rioters in the streets, they have something in common with this theme of turning toward the satanic. As you said, Father, people are searching for something to fill the void, to tell them who am I and what am I created for?
1: Yeah, and, and unfortunately, Timory, part of the the condition of original sin, you know, I was I was really, um, you know, moved by your, your opening monologue there about the... the the beauty of the Immaculate Conception and, and how Mary was conceived without original sin. Well, you and I, having experienced the effects of original sin, uh, we know that what it what it does is it it um, removes our our appreciation of objective truth. So we try to make things about ourselves, or we try to make things more subjective so we say well as long as nobody else is hurt it doesn't matter what i do as long as nobody else sees what's going on in my life it doesn't matter what's going on in my heart uh we try and remove objectivity right so it happens in in the transgender movement where we try to remove the objectivity of who we're made uh, how we're made in the image and likeness of god and it happens also believe it or not Timory, in um the turn to the occult and in the turn to Satanism, you know, Mm -hmm. people try and remove objective truth and remove the reference point of God, the father, um, who is, who is, uh, you know, the one who gives us uh, truth itself, Jesus Christ. And so um, if we don't hold fast to Christ, if we don't have that objective truth in our lives, we're bound to become wishy-washy in all areas of our life to try and define things or redefine things the way we want them to be because we don't have that that point of objectivity. And mm-hmm. um yeah, it, it's a very sad world we live in and, and it's mystifying to me, Timmy, because you know all of our friends are, are always saying, well, you have to be reasonable, you have to look at science, you have to religion's not going to give you that. And then on the other hand, people just do whatever they want, not realizing that what they're saying has no basis in objective <laughs> reality. So, the social I think yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, the social sciences don't add up with the way they're trying to live, and they say they're in favor of scientism.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, you and I were, were talking in preparation for the show about how interesting it is to look at, at 150 years ago in, in the world, um, very similar trends were happening in the world. There was this, um, there was this apparent desire for, for more rationality, for more reason, it it turned into rationalism, you know, people elevating their own understanding of rational thought. Uh, this was really prevalent in the 19th century. Um, people were turning away from God because they thought they had all the answers. And it followed, mm-hmm. Rion of course, on the coattails of the French Revolution and the Enlightenment and people basically saying, oh, we can figure it out ourselves. We don't need a church, we don't need a God to help guide us. But you and I see so clearly that we do, don't we? <laughs> because when we right. turn away from God, our society falls apart.
0: And where did it conclude with? You know, the Enlightenment, the French Revolution, everything that we've seen, it's led to the point where we say the person doesn't matter, your body doesn't matter, so do whatever you want with it. And therefore, why would the devil or temptation? It matter in any way whatsoever. And so this is what's led us to Satanism, because we no longer have a concern with regard to what is spiritually dangerous or even physically dangerous in today's culture.
1: Yeah. Father Dermeen points out um, what, exactly what you're saying, Timri, which is that a, a huge part of the contribution to, to the occult and to Satanism in, in our time is because of a poor understanding of Christianity. Uh, it's because theologians and scripture scholars of you know of recent centuries have more and more ch- tried to say that well the devil is just a symbolic figure and evil itself is not uh, real in the sense that um it's manifest inside a person. Um, and he says this has led to the undermining of of understanding good and evil. Right? I mean, when we try and say that. The devil is just, a, is just a symbol or an image. Not only is it heresy, right, because part of one of the essential elements of our faith is believing, uh, believing that, you know, the, the creation story and accounts that God has, uh, or that Scripture recounts to us, uh, but also it, it undermines the whole rest of, of understanding how Satan himself can influence the world. And if you don't believe that Satan exists, then um, he's, he has free reign in your life, right? Because you're not having any defenses to try and protect yourself against him. So to me, it's really interesting, Timory, to look at the world and realize it's um, it's kind of logical that we've arrived at this point. We've turned away from God. We've tried to say that evil is, is just impersonal and, and actually doesn't even exist. And the consequence of that is that we're overrun by evil, and we try to make meaning out of that. The solution, of course, Timri, is we have to turn back to God.
0: And you mentioned the symbol of the devil being nothing more than a symbol. This is something that a lot of people believe. Like, oh, just like, you know, that's cute for you to believe in God. That's a nice optimistic worldview to have. And that's cute if you want to believe in the devil. You know, it's, he's something who can scare you, uh, enslave you, and entrap you to your God, and create fear in you to do the right thing. Can you speak a little bit to overcoming this attitude of the devil as a symbol to scare and put us in the right order with how we're supposedly supposed to live with
1: god yes i I think that it it is very important to have a a well uh, to have a mature theological framework from which we operate so in other words um there can be one one extreme that says the devil doesn't exist there can be another extreme that says the cause of all my ills in the world is from the devil, right? And um, both of those are extremes, and none of them is, com- neither of them is completely correct. The reality is somewhere in the middle. The reality is is that um, the, the devil certainly exists, but he's not responsible for every evil we've we've experienced. I mean, uh, you and I know Timory from, well, I can only speak for myself, I guess, but I know that by my sins, I'm perfectly capable of making a mess of my life. You know, <laughs> I don't need Amen. the devil to get involved because, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sometimes not the greatest at living the, the Christian virtues and values we're called to. Um, what, what I have to do, though, is recognize that there are times when um, there is external influence in my life, in the world. I, I have to say, Timory, as a priest, I'm, I'm privileged to be able to see people's lives and how, yes, on the one hand, they have uh, contributed to um, the breakdown of, of goodness in their life by their own sins, but on the other hand, to witness how the evil one uh, is, is directly involved in trying to, to dismantle the Christian project that they've undertaken. Um, so to me, Timory, to get to your question, I mean, uh, in order to move beyond that, that idea that the devil is just a symbol— means maturing in our, our spiritual life to say, well, I have to accept that there's some responsibility I have for my own sins and for, for evil in the world. But I also have to believe Scripture, and I have to believe uh, the many different uh, incidents inside of Scripture that, that show very clearly that evil not only is present, but uh, is personified in, in the devil, and, um, and, and use the resources that the Church gives us to push back, right, and to, to seek God's grace in, in um in the midst of tribulation.
0: And I'm reminded by one of, I can't remember the name of the exorcist that came out last year. You might remember when he warned the greatest uh, satanic and demonic threat isn't possession or obsession, it's temptation, that knocking on each of our hearts, our bodies, our souls to just be tempted. You know, it's not a big deal. Just, you know, it's okay. It doesn't matter, you know, if you lie a little bit, tell a white lie. It doesn't matter if you don't wait till marriage to have sex. You know, whatever it is for you. And yeah, I keep thinking about the words of the New Testament. I think of James and 1 Peter. Be sober and alert your your opponent. The devil's prowling about the world like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. You know, the devil is aware and he's searching for that ability to entice you away from what you were created to be. And I think the greatest threat we have in today's culture is that the devil almost doesn't have to do as much work anymore because all we have to do is not believe in God and he has accomplished his work as the father of lies. Uh,
1: yes. I mean, uh, the easier path to convince us is uh, of, of, or to, to make us fall as human beings is the subtler path, right? That is to say, um, we, we can look at exorcisms and see a dramatic manifestation of evil. And I think anybody, that's seen, anybody that has seen an exorcism. Uh, that with very uh, manifest um, uh, evidence of, of demonic possession would say it, it helps strengthen their faith, right? Because they realize this is real. They need to turn to Jesus and they need to, um, to reject Satan and, and all of his, all of his tricks. Um, but the the reality is, is that the devil much prefers to, to work subtle, subtly in our lives. I mean, why does he have to cause all kinds of turmoil in our life when He just tempts us in a certain direction, gets us going down a certain path, and we're the ones that unfortunately uh, create uh, the wreckage of our life, right? I mean, so if he gets us down a a path of temptation that leads to habitual vice and habitual sin, uh, if part of his temptation is to not go back to confession, to avoid the graces that God makes available to us in the church, uh, if we, if we forget about the need for repentance in our life, then the devil's work is largely done and we, he doesn't have to even give us any more time. He moves on to his next victim and we unfortunately, um, are left, uh, with, with all of these bad vices and, um, and, and, you know, poor, poor consequences of bad decisions in our